Let's return to All Things Employment with Vicki Causa on TalkZone.com. Welcome back, everybody. Again, uh, this is Vicki Causa, and we're talking with Julie Bartkus, and the topic today is workplace gossip and breaking the gossip chain. So if you'd like to give us a call and share your thoughts about the topic, our number is 888 888- Four six three six seven four eight. That's eight eight eight. Go for it. Or if you'd like to drop us a line here at allthingsemployment.com, all things employment rather, go on our website allthingsemployment.com, and you can ask any questions or ask for further information that you might want regarding this topic or any others that we've talked about. So, Julie, let's get back in and talk about I think we talked about why is it hard for people to stop gossiping. I guess now I, I would want to know from the leader's standpoint, from folks that you've dealt with who are leaders, why is it hard for them to break that gossip chain? I mean, they know it's happening. They realize that giving poor information or part information may lead to a gossip chain or a gossipy group who then may affect their customer base. So why is it so hard for them to break that chain? The main reason that I found is just because they're not quite sure how to go about it. So first of all, you know, they might not be aware that how big of a problem it is, but once they have that awareness that, you know, it is a problem, you need to deal with it. Many leaders start the process by writing out a note or a memo to their staff that says, stop gossiping, we must be more professional, or they lecture about it during staff meetings, or they have a lot of empty threats that they throw out there saying, I'm going to fire y'all if you start, you know, unless you stop gossiping. And those things aren't typically, don't outweigh employees' need to gossip. And the empty threats, of course, are, well, what are you going to do about it anyway? So there's some different ways that we need to go about breaking the gossip chain in our organizations, and it starts with developing the positive belief and then doing things like closing communication gaps. Those things are huge when it comes to having a gossipy workplace. And I've seen in organization after organization, once we increase the awareness in our team members of the negative effects from gossiping, from their negative behaviors, they have a much more increased desire to work through some steps or have some more positive ways of communication. And another huge reason, Vicki, that gossip is present, and it's really difficult for leaders and staff to deal with this one, is just when conflicts arise. And this Mm. is why women get a bad rap when it comes to workplace gossip and saying, oh, well, there's a group of women working together. There's always going to be gossip. And Part of that is because of confrontations or conflicts when they arise. They don't get resolved positively and directly. Leaders don't help their staff enough build those skills to break down conflicts, to resolve conflicts, and still have positive feelings after the conflicts are resolved. And at the same time, they may push it back on their staff members and say, oh, well, you know, if there's a conflict that arises, you guys go handle that on your own. And then it just never gets resolved. And once we're carrying around all these negative feelings with us, guess what? That negativity leads to gossip. Mm -hmm. So then, Julie, in your experience, what are some of the symptoms that gossip is a problem? Because, you know, a few, a little bit of water cooler banter in the morning or at, you know, lunchtime. So, you know, everybody does it. You kind of break the ice that way or, or whatever. So, but what are some of the symptoms that you've seen that indicate that there is a problem and the gossip is, is the reason behind it? If you as a leader ask your team for feedback, say you're at a staff meeting, you just make an announcement, and nobody says anything, mm. that is a sign that there's going to be some gossip. So if they're not willing to speak up to you about things that may concern them, and a lot of leaders in this situation at a staff meeting, an announcement is made, 
nobody says anything. They call this the silency conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And usually what leaders will see is people whispering back and forth to one another, but they won't say anything directly. They won't speak up about it. Or after the staff meeting concludes, people will be out in the hallways whispering or huddled in their groups. leader walks by and everybody is just a little bit silenced. So those are some signs that a leader should be aware of, that there's going to be some gossip going on because they're not communicating directly with you. And it's very natural for many staff to feel a natural fear for their leaders, and it's sometimes tough to communicate. So as a leader, we really need to break down those walls, make ourselves more vulnerable, more open to communication, less reacting defensively when people do communicate or share their thoughts and ideas with us. That will help break that down. Another sign that uh, God up is a problem is the same thing with the uh, the issues. If you have employees who keep continuously saying, oh, well, I have this conflict with so-and-so and this person did this and this person did this, and those things always keep coming to you and there's no resolution, you could rest assured that there's gossip going on because, again, you're carrying those negative feelings with you. It's a big load to carry around. Of course you're going to be sharing that as a staff person with other people around you. So those are some common things and some of the mistakes that leaders make when it comes to things like resolving issues is to say, oh, well, you saw that happening. Let me go and talk to so-and-so about that. I'll deal with that. And then they go and they start being the middleman in the situation. And that creates gossip because somebody comes to you, the leader, they gossip to you. You say that you're going to go and take care of it. And whether you do or don't, (laughs) it may happen that you don't. And that leads to more gossip there. So really the best way is to bring all parties involved together to resolve the issue. Yeah, interesting. You should say, you know, when you mention or if you're in a meeting and you, you, you kind of put out a question and nobody answers, that's an interesting take on that silence, you know, to think that, well, that means there's gossip going on. I mean, that certainly is a very interesting take on that whole thing. And and just as you're speaking, thinking back myself on situations that I've been in, in meetings, either as the leader of the meeting or a participant of the meeting and something gets said and no one says anything, you, you sort of kind of see the looks flying around the room that nobody wants to be the first one to say anything. But you're absolutely right. After the meeting, somebody will come up to someone and say, do you believe they mentioned this or what about this? It's an interesting way to look at it and something that you sort of take for granted and you don't really look at that. So that's that's certainly an interesting take on that. But I guess then, Julie, as I said, I mean, in my mind, and I may be wrong, so, you know, I, sometimes gossip isn't such a bad thing, but what are the most <laughs> destructive forms of gossip that you've come across? I mean, and again, in my mind, it would be something that would be destructive to the company, but what else? What are the, some of the most destructive forms of gossip that you've come across or that you've dealt with as, as in your role? When I look at gossip, I break it down into to several different zones, and they're, to me, they're all bad and all very harmful to the environment. The first one is passing along information about others, and that's very, I think that's a really, really destructive one because you're impacting, by doing that, you're impacting team morale. You're impacting the word of mouth that is out there about your company because it doesn't just stop with that one person. That's a very destructive aspect of gossip. There's also gossip that falls into complaining about policies, procedures, bosses, very destructive. There's only one type, well, maybe two types of gossip that I would say are least destructive to your working your working environment, and that one is what I call celebrity gossip. Mm. And that might be, well, what's going on with, you know, Cruise and Cruise or 
you know, Tom and Katie or what's happening with Michael Jackson and, and this and that because it doesn't have anything really to do with our workplace, but yet it can still be destructive because it takes our focus off our work depending upon how much it's occurring. Yeah, and that's an excellent point, especially right now with, with and you mentioned Michael Jackson and, and everybody talking about it and being on the Internet and looking at it. And I would agree. I think, you know, it's not destructive as far as the company is concerned, but it's time-consuming. I mean, every time you, you click on some other website or, or some, you know, some news channel, that's all they're talking about. And I would imagine, I mean, I don't work in a big office, but even with the folks that do work here with, with us, it's, you know, you'll say, hey, did you hear about this? And you talk about it for a few minutes and that's gone. I can only imagine in the larger companies today. Day with the type of gossip that's that's happening and the and the time that it takes for people to get their fill. I mean that's amazing. It it really and truly is. And but sometimes I, mm-hmm. sometimes that I interview on gossip when I ask, well, why do you do it? Uh, they say it makes the workplace more exciting. Whether you're gossiping about somebody else who's not yet into in work yet, and you're gossiping about them before they arrive, or you're gossiping about Michael Jackson, it just makes it a little bit more interesting. But as a leader, that's where the challenge comes into play to make the workplace exciting around the priorities of your business of what you mm. want to accomplish. And that's got to be a pretty tall order today, especially, as I said, with so many people worrying about their jobs and about business and businesses having such, you know, trouble right now keeping business in in place and keeping clients. So for the leader to to have to keep the business moving forward and keep the environment at such a level that people are occupied enough without having to gossip, that's a big that's a big challenge on leaders today. I mean, that's adding something else to their tool bag that they probably never learned in Leadership 101. Oh, it really is, and, and I believe that there are thousands of ways that we could really boost morale in, in just a matter of minutes. So it's really tapping into some motivational resources right now, finding what can you do, whether it's team building that can go on throughout the month or at a staff meeting, uh, you know, even something as simple as raffle questions that you post and at your staff meeting you announce the answer is a great way to put your team's focus on something else, and that, in essence, can actually create positive gossip where people are talking about the raffle question and you know the answer and, and People might be looking it up. So there are many different small techniques that we could incorporate into our workplaces to boost morale in minutes. Yeah. And as I said, too, I mean, that's good gossip. Yeah, absolutely. And given all the things that leaders are responsible for today, if they could do something like that to sort of help them along this path, that's a great, that's a great tool. So then where can leaders begin the process of eliminating workplace gossip? I mean, what, is there a certain place or a certain tip off that they see this? Where can they start to eliminate this, uh, the workplace gossip? It could be as easy as coming up with a standardized definition for your staff of what gossip is. A lot of times when I go in to do my presentations or workshops, I'll ask team members, what is gossip? And you get all different things. And if you're out there listening to this, how do you define gossip? Think about that for a moment. And then think about workplace communication. And with that definition in place, can you clearly answer the question, is it or isn't it gossip? So many times when I ask that question, I hear rumors, backstabbing, hearsay, talking about somebody who's not present. Mm-hmm. We really need to come up with a more concrete definition that can clearly answer the question, is it or isn't it gossip? And the mm-hmm. definition that I use is that workplace gossip is passing along information that's not relevant to anyone doing their job effectively. And mm-hmm different type of working environments. We could put a little bit of a different spin on that. And that's the first step is to really increase that awareness. One team I recently uh, met with said, you know, we had no idea that sharing too much personal information at work fell into gossip because you're talking about yourself. 
But yet, that's a very destructive way of communicating in the workplace when you're sharing too much personal information. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if today you're comfortable with it, but then it comes back to you in a certain way that, you know, and somebody says, well, you told us yourself about the fact that you're not getting on with your neighbors or whatever the case may be. So you certainly can see how that can definitely be turned around. So that's interesting. But I also like what you said about defining what gossip actually is because, you know, people take for granted certain things are and certain things aren't, but putting that out there sort of as, you know, a, a company acceptance, if you will. You don't gotcha. talk about this, but you can talk about that. At least it gives people an idea of what they should stay away from. I mean, right. it's it's well, interesting that we'd have thing. to do that. But, again, like we said before, with so much out there and, and people talking about so many different things, it's probably a good idea to have some, at least a guideline of what it is that you should and shouldn't talk about. That's very interesting. Gotcha. So I guess then, Julie, another question I'd have is what are the ineffective ways that leaders try to eliminate gossip. I mean, we talked about, you know, some of the things that the process is about it. What are some of the ineffective ways that, that you've seen that they've tried on their own to eliminate gossip? The, the biggest is the empty threats, mm. the memos, the lecturing, the just making a general statement, stop gossiping. When your staff hears those words, stop gossiping, they're like, oh, what does he want us to do? Stop talking? What mm. is it? And that's why that definition is so important because that will really help you say, is it or isn't it? And after you define with your staff what gossip is, write down real situations that are going on in your workplace. And as a team, work to say, okay, this is gossip, this isn't gossip, and formulate your own set of communication guidelines based on the definition. What's what's gossip? Gossip, what's not gossip, what's positive, what's destructive. Hmm. What and I can just put it as a team, mm-hmm, what tears mm-hmm. apart. Yeah, and guidelines. I think that's a great way to look at it. Now, we talked before about destructive gossip and non destructive gossip. So, is there any, any such thing as good gossip? I mean, aside from the celebrity stuff, is there anything that you could say is, okay, that's good gossip? Aside from the fact that it's juicy. <laughs> Is there any good right, gossip? No kidding, right? <laughs> it's real good gossip. <laughs> and I I definitely think that there is good gossip. Celebrity gossip does not fall into that category for me because I think that is can be a very huge time waster. Good gossip, in my definition, is when a leader puts efforts into place where people are actually talking about those things, their positive things, their things that they want to have happen to them that are good and constructive. So perhaps it's uh, another morale booster. Perhaps the leader arrives before everybody else does, and everybody who's there and ready to start at the beginning of their shift, uh, the leader hands out a kudo bar and say, great, you know, great job on being here early today and ready to go. We really appreciate you. Then he stops that behavior like, you know, right at the time people are supposed to start. So if people are coming in late, they're not getting that positive acknowledgement. That can spread good gossip because people might be like, oh, we got kudo bars this morning. <laughs> and people will be like, oh, how'd you get that? And we've worked with leaders where they've done this consistently for a week. And before the week is up, guess what? Everybody is coming in ready to go before they're scheduled to start. Hmm, um, interesting. That's just one way of boosting morale, but it's also a way that gets the good gossip going. Another way to get good gossip going is something that I call positive task forces where you create 
and these are your employees, you divide them up into team, and they have missions throughout the month to catch people in the act of doing positive, constructive things, and they report back on those things, and they get prizes for as many people as they report back on doing positive, constructive things. So it opens up their eyes to the other things that people are doing in the workplace that are good, and then they start talking about that. That activity in itself can evolve your organization from one that is negative to one that is more positive, more healthy, one where people are encouraging each other to do positive things. Hmm. Question for you too, Julie. We're going to be taking a break in about three minutes here, but you know, what you mentioned is very, very interesting and I think it's something that companies should try. In your experience, is this hard to keep up? In other words, you know, you, you do the, the kudo bars for people who come in early, they're there on time and you've got these task forces. Is this something that's easy enough to keep up or is it something that happens once or twice and then you need to look to do something different? You really need to keep the efforts going. The hardest part is the startup, is the creation, mm. is getting people on board. And that's where you could bring somebody like myself in to get people started with the process, and then we could give you steps for following through every month. So it's not really that big of a deal. I think overall, putting those positive initiatives into place are less time-consuming, less draining, and less expensive, <laughs> and better for your bottom line than to just leave the gossip hanging in there just to leave it alone. I guess one more thing too, as I said, we're going to break very shortly here. You know, you're always going to have those cynics, I think, in any company. So if the boss is handing out kudo bars and 90% of the people are like, wow, this is really great, you're going to have that 10% that look at it as, hmm, yeah, right, whatever. You know, they don't really see the good in that. So that's, I mean, I think that again goes along with what we mentioned before about human nature. You know, oh yeah, they're giving us candy bars because, you know, we don't get this instead. So it's, you're never going to please everybody, I think. But I think what you've got is a great way to at least start talking about how to, you know, Spread good gossip. And I, I guess that's, I never thought about it that way, but it is good gossip to say, hey, come in early and look what you're going to get in, you know, in place of uh, just doing extra work. That's a great thing. So we're taking a break now. We are talking with Julie Barkus, the author of a new book about to come out called Break the Gossip Chain. We are available if you'd like to give us a call, 888-463-6748. You're listening to All Things Employment on TalkZone.com. 